What's up, leaders? Hey, I am so excited for you to listen to my conversation with Jason Forsman. A lot of you know Jason. He came and spoke with us a couple weeks back. Um, And I just wanted to take a minute before the podcast starts and just thank each and every one of you for being an incredible servant this year. We've seen God do some incredible things this year in Rock Church and in Next Gen. So if you're a leader, I want to say thank you to you and remind you that December 11th, we have our Christmas party after Sunday service. We want to see you there. I want to honor you. I want to celebrate you because we love you guys. So, hey, I'm excited for you to listen to this month's conversation with Jason Forsman. Welcome to the Next Gen Leadership Podcast. If you're joining us today, you're desiring to grow as a leader. Our goal on the podcast is to reproduce well-rounded leaders so that we can impact the next generation of leaders. And each month, we're going to be inviting a new leader on the show who has a different story, some leadership insights, um, a different perspective. And today, we've got Jason Forsman here on the show. We're doing a virtual call today. What's up, Jason? Not much. How are you? Nothing much. I'm excited. Uh, Jason just came and spoke at um, Rock Students on a Wednesday night um, this past week. And so I figured I was like, you know what, let's call him up and let's have him, uh, come and be on the podcast and share with some of our leaders. He's got tons of practical insights. I'll give a brief overview of what Jason does, but then I want you to tell the the world, tell our leaders, uh, what is it that you do, um, and why you love it so much. So, but Jason is the director of Michigan youth alive. He does a lot in the school districts all around Michigan, um, and honestly, the way I was kind of looking at it when I was thinking about this podcast is that you're bringing light to dark places. The schools are confusing and can be really dark um, in, in this time. So, Jason, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself a little bit and tell the the listeners what is it that you do and what brings joy in what you do? Awesome. Well, thank you. Um, yeah, Jay, my name is Jason, and uh, I I love being with students. When I was a police officer. Uh, our substation was at MD Anderson Cancer Center. And if you did not know where I was, I was usually up playing Nintendo 64 on the peds floor with, with a bunch of, with a bunch of um, patients, uh, pediatric patients. Um, it was actually cool. Cause there was this one little girl, her, her family was from out, out of, out of the country. And this one little girl, there was only one person she would go to other than mom and dad. The doctors terrified her, everybody. But if she saw me, she would reach out and grab a hold. And I was directing traffic and she would just grab a hold and hold on. And, um, you know, and there were a couple of times where I had to do something where students got in trouble. And, you know, I, I just realized I kind of got to a point where I loved being with students so much. I just decided I wanted to be with them before they got to the point where they had to be with me as a police officer. So oh, I went, went into ministry and never looked back. So, um, and the heart of what we do for youth alive is, you know, a lot of people say you got to be the hero of your own story. I don't, I don't, I, I want to be a hero to my kids. I want to be here to my family. I want to be here to myself. Um, but what I want to do with youth alive is I, I want to be like the Yoda or the Mm Obi-Wan Kenobi. Yeah. And I want to see 
pastors, youth pastors, kids pastors, be the heroes in their community. So if I have to be like, just be the behind the scenes, Jedi mind trick dude, help helping make it happen. Yeah. Putting, putting pastors and youth pastors into the schools, kids pastors into the schools as a hero. That is 100% what, what we want to do. And we do that with school assemblies, night events. We yeah. do it with leadership trainings. So yeah, our whole, our whole thing is however we can make a church, a pastor, shine in their community that's what we want to do i love that that's so cool um yeah partnering with schools and churches is like such an important thing in your heart especially for us like it sometimes younger pastors younger leaders we have a lot of younger leaders um and i don't mean just age but like younger as in like new to leadership on the team and it's almost like this sometimes i don't know what to do right and um I think sometimes we think we have to have all the answers for a specific topic in order to like tackle that thing. But sometimes it's just, you know, working on ourselves as leaders. And so typically for this, this podcast, what we do is I take um, a leader in our, in our ministry, or I'll grab somebody who I know like you or somebody else that comes in and speaks at at rock church. And um, we'll talk about whatever you want to talk about, right? Whatever topic you think you're strongest in. And as I was talking to Jason, I was, I was saying, hey, what do you think would be a great topic that you would like to talk about? And he talked about having uh, like personal growth and then like a winning mentality, right? You know, it, it, so I'm excited for this podcast because I think we're going to really nail down those things. And I think as leaders today, we're going to learn a little bit more about ourselves and how we can improve ourselves. Um, what is it with this this topic? I'm trying to think of a name for it, but like a winning mentality or something like that. What is it with with that? that it inspires you um, to grow and to be a better leader, but also to inspire others to see their, their potential. Well, I, I grew up, um, you know, from the age of four or five, all the way till I was 11 or 12. Mm-hmm. I grew up every day with someone looking at me saying, you're an idiot. You're stupid. You're dumb. Wow. Um, and especially at that age, if you hear something like that enough, you begin to believe it. Yeah. Um, and you think you grow out of stuff. You think you get to a point where, where you're okay. But in 2019, uh, January 9th of 2019, I was in a bad car wreck. My hand was, was so bruised. I couldn't use it. Wow. Wasn't sure if I'd ever use it again. I was sitting on the couch, um, just a couple of days after the accident and we have Apple TV so I was listening to music. My, uh-huh. you can look it up. My Youth Alive Christmas Spotify playlist. Michigan Uh-oh. Youth Alive. It's almost it it's almost under, Christmas time. It's not Thanksgiving it yet. Jason Forsman. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so I was listening to my playlist because I love Christmas and a picture of, of my family popping up on the screen. And I told oh. my wife, I said, I only love three of the people in that picture. Mm-hmm. And. <laughs> that's a, that's a hard pill to swallow if you're if someone tells you that or if you realize that in a moment um yeah. and i realized it and i was i mean this was 20 plus years you know 30 30 plus years after all of that happened right and i still saw myself as an idiot as a dummy as stupid mm, yeah um i still saw myself as an annoying jerk, you know, that, yeah. that was, that was my picture of myself. 
because I had never taken the time to, to learn how to grow and to learn how to, to learn how to fix my mind. You know, Romans 12, two talks yeah. about be transformed by the renewing of your mind. I had never learned how to renew my mind. In fact, that scripture literally, literally baffled me. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't understand what it meant. Mm-hmm. And so, so yeah, that's why this is so important to me because I believe if we can help people start to grow and start to understand how to grow um, and how to reflect and how to, you know, yeah. all that at a young age, then hopefully we're going to have healthier leaders younger. Yeah. Hopefully we're going to have 20 something healthier leaders, 30 something healthier leaders. So that by the time someone's where I am, they'll have had a healthy system of growth. Yeah, that's good. To come in and just launch, you know. Right. So that's 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 my heart and goal. That's good. Grow. Were you were you as a kid? Did you uh, did you ever have a moment in your childhood where you're like, I want to be a blank, like when I grow up? Did, did you ever have that? Um, my aunt will tell the story of when I was a kid, I used to say, I want to be a police officer and I want to be a pastor. And she would say, why? And I'd say, cause I want to arrest the bad guys and point my gun at them and tell them you need Jesus. <laughs> and, and so I've been both a police officer and a pastor now. There you go. Um, so yeah, that was, yeah, it's crazy. When you think about that, I've yeah. literally done both of the things I said I wanted to do, which doesn't yeah, always I, happen. I was going to say, I think, you know, I was a kid. I remember being a kid, and what I wanted to do changed every, probably every year. When I was young, I really I loved animals. I wanted to be a veterinarian. Then I found out what veterinarians do. <laughs> and then when I was older, I was like, it'd be really cool to be a pilot. And uh, now you see in this video, I've I have glasses on. I have the worst eyesight ever, so you can't be a pilot if you're those things. And it always changed from thing to thing to thing. And I think I kind of had the same mentality as you. Nobody ever called me dumb, stupid idiot, you know, but kind of felt like that because I didn't have that thing. And, and you have all these people in high school that well, I'm going to be a doctor or I'm going to go do this with my life. And um, it almost motivated me to grow myself and work on myself instead of work on the thing that I wanted to do. By the time, you know, at the end of high school when I felt called to be a pastor, it all made sense. And I was like, you know, what? I can do this thing. So, you know, I think about that. Like sometimes we get the cart before the horse. Like we think, we got to be this big thing before we can work on ourselves. What does it look like to personally grow yourself? Because we say that and then you like, we log off the zoom call and we go, okay, now what, you know? So what does that look yeah. like to, to grow? Well, for me, for me, it looked like one thing. Um, I, Brian Pruitt, I don't know if any of you know him, but he's an amazing, amazing man of God here in Michigan. Um, he, he called me one day and we were just talking. He said, Jason, let me tell you about John Maxwell. He said, John Maxwell has some great leadership stuff. He said, and you're at home on your couch. You can't get up for the next couple of months. He said, you should look into it. So I looked into it. I joined the John Maxwell team. Now it's called Maxwell leadership group. You know, and so I joined the Maxwell leadership group and I started growing. I started reading I started looking at all the things and I started growing as a leader. Yeah. And the more I began to grow as a leader, 
I realized I had to grow as a person too. Because right. I could grow in leadership, but then I realized the more I grew in leadership, the more it shined a light on areas in my life where I needed to grow. Yeah. And so I actually went and, and I, I sought out a, a counselor and I mm -hmm. met with a counselor um, and we talked through all the stuff and, uh, you know, we talked through all the stuff that I had experienced and yeah. that I went through as a kid. And there was more to it than just the words. Um, but I was able to move past a lot of that stuff and, and sometimes we can't move forward. Have you ever seen someone um, with rings? You know, they swing from one ring to yeah, the next yeah. ring. And there's another ring that they have to get to, but they freeze up. Oh, they're yeah, afraid yeah. To, they're afraid to let uh -huh. go of one ring. So they just get stuck in between these two rings. And you can only hang there long enough before you fall. Yeah. You have to let go of what the ring that's behind you if you're going to yeah. move forward to the ring that's in front of you. And so I had to learn to let go of the stuff I had been holding on to. That's a great even, analogy. Even, even though I didn't realize it. Yeah. You know, I didn't even realize I was holding on to the stuff. So once I let let go, I swung and it happened it happened very fast. That's my cool. my gr my growth happened very fast. But there's also the danger of plateauing. So right. I had to remain consistent. I had to set up systems and set in place systems where I was going to, you know, continue to grow. That's so good. I, I when you said that, I thought instantly of American Ninja Warrior. And that is the one, that is the one obstacle that ever, all the other ones I'm like, you know what? Like, these are hard. I probably wouldn't be able to do any of these, but that one, I'm like, it drove me crazy when you see these amazing athletes that freeze up on the thing that all they got to do is just, just commit yeah. momentum, you know? Yeah. And, uh, and that's, that's such a great example. I think of leadership and personal growth is that once you get it going and you get in a groove, you can't freeze up because if you, if you freeze up, you're, you're going to stall, stall and stunt your growth. And so, um, yeah. what are some, maybe at the end of the, the podcast, we'll come back to this. Maybe we'll list some books that you're reading right now. Some podcasts you're mm. listening to. I've just found a couple recently. I'll have to look at my phone, uh, that I've been seeing. I'm like, Oh, these are great that I would love to send to our leaders. So we'll come back to that, but let's talk about this idea. Of, so we're talking to our team of leaders, right? So mm -hmm. as we personally grow, how does your personal growth then impact the team that you're on. So example would be this. We've got um, a handful of kids leaders that serve in classrooms uh, with mm -hmm. different age groups. We've got a handful of small group leaders um, that serve with students um, and then a handful of uh, young adult leaders too. When you grow, how do you affect those around you? Well, um, so I'm on a team. And, or was on a team with uh, Matt Vanderstein, and y'all know him. Uh -huh. And when he first came in, I don't think he knew um, what to do with me because um, <laughs> he wasn't, you know, he just wasn't wasn't sure, you know, about about um, who I was, the type of type of leader I was, and all uh -huh. that sort of stuff. And it was right around that same time that all of my growth began to happen. And he actually made a statement to, to everybody at a, at a leadership retreat that when he called me up, he said, I have seen Jason grow in leadership mm. more than I've ever seen anyone grow type of thing. So he called me up 
and 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 I, I was able to share in that moment. But what it did was it allowed opportunity for me to have voice and influence where I didn't have voice and influence before. Yeah, it allowed people to trust me with. It allowed people to trust me with things that previously they may not have trusted me with. Not yeah. not because they didn't trust me, but maybe more so they didn't trust my ability to complete or follow through. Mm. They didn't trust my ability to do it with excellence or with wisdom. And as you grow as a person, the people around you see that um, and they begin to trust you more. And they oh, begin to good. open up more students. Yeah. Students will open up more when they believe they can trust you. Yeah. So that's so good. I think, I, man, I just can't get that image out of my head. Just like, I think when we, when people see us change, even if we're a great person, right? Maybe we have a great attitude, but when, when they see us change and go through something, it makes people look inward and go, okay, what can I give? What can I change? Mm-hmm. And, and we begin to think through those kind of things of being a team player instead of, well, if this person's willing to sacrifice, then I can sacrifice this thing. Right. You know? So what would, what would you say then? Let's kind of shift topics a little bit here. So we're talking about um, us personally and our growth. Um, part two to this was having a winning mentality. Yeah. For those who have, Maybe they're their own biggest critic. They're their own worst enemy. Uh, sometimes I get in that mode, uh, especially recently. What If you could speak to somebody who's a self-critic, what would you say um, they need to do to get to- headed towards a winning mentality? Um, be honest and be careful. Hmm. Um, there's criticism. Criticism is personal and it's destructive. There's critique, which is impersonal, and it's constructive. If we ever get to the point where we don't reflect and we don't look at ourselves and question our decisions, uh-huh. we're in a dangerous place because then you're just moving forward at, at, at 100 miles an hour with no guardrails, with no boundaries, yeah. and, and, and you're just moving forward. So there's a place for critique. There's a place for reflection and saying, Hold on. Let me let me take a look at my last few decisions. Let me take a look at and and see the effectiveness. Yeah. But the danger is when you see something and then you blame yourself Mm. and you say you're a dummy or I just can't ever get it. You begin to talk to yourself in a way where if one of your leaders were to talk to another that leader that way, you would sit them down and you'd say, bro. Yeah. Stop. You'd say, listen, you got to quit that. Yeah. Um, and, and, and it comes down to the point where if, if you wouldn't talk to somebody else that way, don't talk to yourself that way. That's so good. Um, there, there are enough people in this world who are going to look at you and, and, and try to tear you down. Yeah. Don't be one of them. Yeah. That's so good. That I, I bet you, you know, we would have a lot more expectation for ourselves if we held ourselves to that higher standard of, you know, instead of saying negative things, like, like if you were talking to somebody else, you know, uh, we probably would have a lot of things to address because there's people that get so stuck in their minds. And so, um, so I want to move to this really quick. I want to move 
um, to this idea of, of leading other people before, as we close up and, and then I want to hear some of those resources that you have too. So get your pens and pencils out, your notes out, because we're going to write some of these, uh, books and things down. Um, how do you move then from once you have worked on yourself, you know, once you sought out, I love what you said about counseling. I remember I had a season in my life in 2019, 2020, it was only like two or three sessions, but I went to counseling for a couple of sessions because I needed it. And, um, and I've considered going back ever since. Um, but, but for moving from yourself now to others, how do you then pass these things on, uh, to others that you lead? I can have a winning, I've seen this in my life. I can have a winning mentality and be excited about something but sometimes I don't see it click in somebody else. How do you get it to click? Yeah. Well, and, and the one, the one thing, the one thing, you know, I, I talked about criticism, criticism and critique. Um, the one thing I would, I would say is listen, listen mm-hmm. to the people around you. You're going to hear if they're negative towards themselves or towards somebody else and challenge that challenge That's them good. in that moment. And, and, and we're just talking about, how this this one area there yeah. you know if you're talking about areas where you know you want them to grow in their daily devotion you want to grow you know that that comes through relationship that comes through having it kept in front of them the image of who god has created them to be keep that in front of yeah. them every day um so they can keep that in front of themselves and they'll begin begin to change but an area like this where where if you hear them if you ask a question say hey what happened here oh i messed up like, whoa, whoa whoa time out Come out. Mm-hmm. That's criticism. Let's talk critique because you did not mess up. You are not a mess up. Right. What happened? And you bring them back and you get them to the point where they're taking an Im- impartial look, impersonal look at what happened. And you can say, look, there are 10 things you did great here. This one thing yeah. was off. So this is where you have to change it. And, and you just challenge them to don't don't take yourself down. And we've had a terrible struggle with my son. He, and he's, he's gotten so much better, but it's taken every time he speaks negative, we bring him back to a place where like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Hey, listen, this is not true. You're not speaking truth right now. Yeah. Yeah. And it's been catching on. So it it just has to be kept in front of him. You have to listen and listen for those cues. Wow. And when someone, when someone's being critical, help them change that, help them refocus that from criticism to critique. Um, and, and, and be honest, they, yeah. they need to be honest with themselves because people think, people think critique is a bad thing. And I'm like, no, it's not. Yeah. You know, I've had so many moments lately where somebody said, um, would come up to me and say, well, this, this is bothering me about this person. We know what the Bible says, like go to the person about the, the problem that right. you have with them. Right. If they don't listen, then bring somebody else. In. So like we get that end of it, but I think a lot of people miss that. If you would go to somebody about something that you're leading or maybe you're co-leading or whatever, they would actually, if they don't receive it, okay, what do you, you what do you lose? Right. But if right. they receive it, they actually grow like, like they can get better. And, uh, well, I and think if, we missed that. And if we did that with ourselves. Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're like, I just had a conversation yesterday that man, I had me, had me beat up all day. And, you know, as I keep looking at the, at it, I, I see five or six things where I'm like, that was, that was just not true. What that person said was not true. And yet they put it on me. And because that person isn't going to change their mind, you know, I have to be the person who just says, you know, okay, I'm going to move on. But I have to take an honest look at the things that were said and I'm going to bring it 
it to somebody on my team. And I'm uh-huh. going to say, sit with me and talk through this. Um, I This is how I'm feeling. This is what was said. Help me walk through the truth of this because mm-hmm. I can, I know it's someone that I'll be able to receive it from. And so hopefully I can grow from that conversation, even if the growth didn't happen from the original conversation. Right. It'll happen, hopefully, when I bring it to someone who I can trust and, and kind of walk through it with. That's so good. I think I think having a winning mentality, like you were saying, has a lot to do with how we or others are, are feeling. And it doesn't mean it's yeah. true. But it's just it comes back to how yeah. we're feeling. Like that, you gotta that, you gotta watch the tapes. That's Go back so and watch good. the tapes. <laughs> oh, there's so many coaching analogies here, but yeah. we don't have enough time for that. But I, I, I'm assuming I think the next uh, leadership uh, podcast content's got to be something about coaching or maybe even conflict mm. handling conflict. Because uh, uh, those are just such important life skills to get. So, but before we close out, um, why don't you just fire off? What are some books you're reading right now? Some things that we can take in as leaders and go, okay, I can use this to help myself grow or help other people grow. Well, have you ever heard the phrase, it takes 10,000 hours of doing something for, for, for someone to be an expert? Yeah, yeah. If that were the case, old people would be great drivers. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't think just 10,000 hours is, is really a good rule, but I, I right. kind of learned that from a, a book called Peak. Secrets from the New Science of Expertise. It's by Robert Poole and Anders Ericsson. It's it's a really good book, and huh. and that's that's what I, I'm I'm diving into that one right now. Um, I'm also listening to Ten Qualities That Move You from a Believer to a Disciple. Hmm. I I love the idea of it. I love I love where it's going so far, but I'm not far enough in to say, hey, this is a recommend. You got to read this one. Yeah. I, you know, I'm just telling you so far it's been, it's been good for me. Um, and I, I listen to everything on audible. So I'm going back, uh, to get, to get the good ones that, um, um, okay. Not so black and white, an invitation to honest conversations about race and faith, Mm. Reggie dabs and John driver. That's a great one. And it will make you, um, it will make you um, evaluate, um, evaluate yourself and where you are. And then the uh, last one I'll share is called Suffer Well by mm-hmm. Dan Herod. And even if you're not in the middle of suffering, it still talks about the type of person you need to be when suffering arises because it's going to happen. Wow, but that's good. That that one right there has been life-changing. Suffer Well by Dan Herod. Wow, uh, I love it. And uh, podcasts, Change Church. With Pastor Darius, um, that one's been amazing. Um, also, I listened to the uh, National Community Church with Mark Batterson. Uh huh. Um, and those those are what I listen to because you know I'm not a preacher. I'm you know criminal justice and psychology. So I listen <laughs> to some. I listen to great great preachers to help me you know grow my theology too. So, I love that. Um, I love it. So yeah, those are those are kind of the books. The book that started That's me great. on the growth journey is 15 invaluable laws of growth um by um john maxwell and yeah. that one that one challenged me to to grow more than more than any any other book it just challenged me to to really be a person of growth and have consistency i think i think i mean you just bring up a good point and i'm going to close with this is is 
it's just so good to start now. Like just start now, wherever you're at in your journey, start now. You could be 20, 30, 40, 50, 60, start yeah. now. And, and God can use you. God can grow you. So as well, we close, Oh, go ahead. Can, let me say yeah. one thing real quick. Cause we're coming up on Thanksgiving. How many people you get to the end of your Thanksgiving meal, you get to the end of the day and you're like, Oh my goodness, I couldn't eat another thing. I just ate enough for the next <laughs> week. And then two hours later, you're having another piece of pie, right? You can do a ton of growth in one minute, but that's not enough. You got to keep going. The next day you're going to need more growth. The next day you're going to need more growth. Yeah. Uh, a, a 10 pound Turkey in your belly you know, 10 books of growth is not enough. It has to be consistent and keep going. I love it. Well, as we close, think about these questions. Um, am I willing to grow personally? And am I willing to commit to a winning mentality as we enter into the new year? Thanks for coming on, Jason. I'm going to pray uh, and we're going to close this thing out. Jesus, we thank you that you're helping us grow every single day. For those out there that maybe they don't have a winning mentality, God, I pray that you would take those negative thoughts away, Jesus, and help us to grow together in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Amen.